Today I have the very distinct pleasure in presenting to you a conversation I had with the godfather and founder of Spiral Dynamics, Dr. Don Beck. Dr. Beck was very generous in allowing me to have a conversation with him for an hour or so about various topics, including the current state of affair of our culture, politically wise and culturally wise, ways out of radicalization, ways to move towards a second-tier consciousness, and a little bit about the Ken Wilber controversy. So I hope you will enjoy this conversation. For me it was a pleasure and um, I am very thankful that he took the time for that. So without further ado, um, this is right, Dr. Mr. Don Beck, Beck, before we start, I, I wanted to say a big thank you for what you have done and, and also on behalf of my listeners that you provided a common frame of reference and a common language to understand certain phenomena and, uh -huh. and, and while I have you here I just wanted to say thank you for for all of well, that what you have done. Thank you for saying that I, I appreciate it. I no. So if I if, if if you would be so kind when when we are looking at our culture now with all that is happening with the radical left and at least in Germany with with the far right and and with identity yeah. politics how Can, can you give us your take on, on what is happening right now in our culture and, and how we can use biodynamics to understand the dynamics of, of the well, time now? I've tried to follow Barcelona uh, because I, I know a lot about Europe and the various European countries and how they're trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah, but, but I mean, um, we, we have some postmodern, I would say, or, or green worldviews fighting uh -huh, against sure. some, yeah, yeah. some modern or even pre-modern worldviews and perspectives. And, and it's not right clear where we are right now. Is it a movement up to second tier and to, to a yellow form of yeah. worldview? Or is it a, a, such a chaotic state that we... Um, have to fear to fall down a pit of cultural um, regression. I'm yawning a bit. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's uncertain times. Um, I don't know enough about Spain other than, than being there. And of course, I follow events in Mexico, Spain, Mexico connections yes. quite a bit. So, The, the best thing I can say is to try to keep right, radical voices at a minimum, either from the left or from the right, because they can be very dangerous today. And so that, that's the key. And until we begin to settle down a bit and, and realize what our strengths are historically, I mean, Spain is not a new country, for God's sake. I mean, it's, it's been here a long, long, long time. And, and, and find ways to communicate across the boundaries, across the, the radical systems, to keep them quiet until uh, normal, healthy people can figure out who and what do we want to be 
and begin to find ways to implement that. So I, I'm, I'm encouraged that, you know, we've been through this kind of thing before and, you know, we've been through wars one and two before and yet we're still here. So maybe this next uh, generation, you know, will be able to benefit from our, our largesse and our sacrifices. Uh, because life is very short. And I think when we realize that, and we'll begin to hug our families and pay attention to our schools and other kind of normalizing events that at one point in our history, we were stressing them. So I, I think it's, uh, it's simply the stages that we're going through and, and to be able to, to find the worldviews that can stabilize and and appreciate each other. So it, it will eventually turn, I think. And the, and that's that's why you know we're we're working pretty hard to build the models. How, how do we find what's called prime? How do we figure out who we are, what our strengths are, and how do we begin to rally around those? That's what humans have always done. And it takes a matter of leadership. And more and more we're, we're finding that, that no one can do it on their own. We have to have a collective sense, but have an understanding of what is really important. So I, I have to talk about the uh, change in terms of that getting rid of what we don't want is not the same thing as getting what we do want. So how do we make the shift into the, the positive? We will back these ideas because they, they have a positive impact on all of us. They respect our past. My goodness, look at the, the glory of the past of Spain. Yes. yes. It, it, it gives children something to believe, to, to believe in. Right? I'm, I'm in Texas, and we're, and we're young. I mean, we're, we're, we're babies compared to Spain. So. That's true. I'm, I, I just live in Spain. I wanted to um, make that clear. I live in Spain, but I'm actually German. So, um, what's, what's, what's a German doing in Spain, for God's sake? Yeah, well, um, getting an outside perspective on Germany, for, one, for once. And, yeah. Um, yeah, the weather is nice, and I, I like the people very much, and I like the... The culture, the culture is very deep, as you said, it's a very old country and it was never really divided. And it's, you feel the cultural roots, which are basically thousand, thousand years old. Yeah. And, and Germany doesn't have these kinds of roots. It was destroyed two times, um, more or less completely. And Hitler tried to get rid of all culture and make a new architecture and stuff like that. So it's very, as a German, it's, it's very weird to come to a country and to live in a country where there are such profound roots, I, I would say. And this is what I love to, to reconnect with this kind of traditional thinking. Well, and good for you. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's important to do it. Yes. Yes. Well, but there, yeah. there, There's a lot of activity in spot dynamics and, and uh, certainly in Spain, but primarily in Germany. That's true. Have, have, have you seen the 
newest book on, on Claire W. Graves that uh, just came out in Germany. Which one's the new book, or what did you say? Yeah. Uh, from I, I haven't seen that, no, no. But I know there, there are always these conferences and it's always revolving around your work and, and so you, you are the center, centerpiece of all. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess so. <laughs> so, no, but when I, see, when I see Germany, for example, there is this, um, there moderate, centered voices are seldom to be found. There are lots of radical leftist voices, le um, radical right voices, and, and nobody knows where, where the right path is leading to. So, so yeah. And, and yeah. I'm hoping that out of this chaos, and I presume maybe in America and the United States it's the same, out of this chaos, a new stage might, might develop. And, and, yeah. But how, how, how do you figure that? How... Could that look like how, what, what does, for example, the second tier, the yellow mean, what, what would that mean political wise? Well, the, the shift will be to uh, uh, functionality as opposed to ideology. That we'll, we'll have less of the, the swing from one, one, la uh, one extreme to the other and more, but aren't we humans and shouldn't we pay attention to those things? Yes. I, I just got a copy of that new book from, yeah, they, they just sent me the English versions. Right. Yeah, I, I'm, I endorsed it, yeah, and I, I wrote the foreword to it. Yes. And it, and it was published in Europe as well, or wh where does it come from? Well, first, in, in, certainly in, in, in Germany, because it, oh. it was written in German. Ah, right. Then, mm. then Interesting. Into English. Yes. His life, Claire Graves, his life and his work. Yes, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he was the person that, that I worked with. Yes. As far as Sparrow Dynamics uh, is an outgrowth of his research that was very diligent and scientific and tedious over years. So that's why, you know, I endorsed it because of the research basis in, in it. Yes. This, this, this just, uh, just came out. Yeah. Oh, right. What is that? that dynamics. Right. That, that, that's one version of the new of the new book that we out in a couple of weeks. Nice. Uh, oh, nice. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this this new book is a collaboration I saw with a lot um, with with other people. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's a there's a South African, uh, there's a African American from Houston. Uh, there's a very bright group in Nordic countries in Copenhagen. Yes. And then there's there's a, a Russian, because I wanted to get a, a geographic spread. I I I could have done the book, but. I think it's better to have others add their pieces into it because it's translated into their language. That's true. It's a better way to spread ideas. Yeah, it is, it's a multifaceted book. I, I had the chance to read an advanced copy of that uh -huh. because I'm also in a publisher and it's a great book. It's, um, it's, the, the nice thing is that there are different perspectives coming together and, and, and presenting a new perspective on things. How could could you describe the the whole approach of that book a little bit? Well, the uh, 
publisher Wiley from uh, from UK got the rights to the book that, that I wrote with Chris Cowan, the uh, original Spiral Dynamics book, uh, and because they they bought it from Blackwell, who was the original publisher in in UK, and then they contacted me to to do a revision. I said, oh, I can't do it. It's a Bible already. <laughs> and, and so they, I said, but I, I will do spiral dynamics in action because I wanted case studies, real examples of real people doing real things because, you know, that's the proof of it. Can it be applied? And because I use colors and that was kind of a new thing. Yes. But it's, it spreads quickly when you use colors. Now the others love very, very complicated language and and so what which is fine, but I, I wanted a simple semantic system so that it, it can spread through cultures because they can all see what red is but in their language. So that that's the reason that, that we put colors into it. Yes. That that was very controversial at the time. Why do you need colors? What's purple? Well, <laughs> anyway, that's that's so that that was the choice that, that 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 we made in order to make it easier for it to spread through cultures. Sure. No, and, and now everybody talks in colors. That's the yeah, the, the, yeah, the fascinating yeah. thing. So that it worked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that that was the idea of it. I guess I was being very Machiavellian in it. Who <laughs> <laughs> me? I would not from Texas. I mean, we we can't even pronounce the word. <laughs> mm -hmm. But Texas must be. It must be strange. Is it strange to live in Texas and with with that kind of knowledge? Because I would imagine Texas is a is a is a is one of the the, the southern states with a very well. Yeah, you 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 hit on a very difficult question. Yes. But um, when texts really began to understand it and get and get behind it, and that's that's seemingly starting to work now, finally, because I, I was an academic, and so that, that gave me a background in order to say these things. So slowly, Texans are beginning to understand what it means when I tell them that that they're red, <laughs> you know. Is it true? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have I, I have a lot of fun with them. Yeah. So you 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 think there's uh, you you could um, describe the divide in America also with colors, so that you say the the southern states are more red and blue, and and the yes. the, the democratic coastline states are more I don't know modern, postmodern, something like pluralistic. Would you would you yeah. agree to that? And then, then America is called the uh, the uh, the flyover district, which means the people in in the two coasts kind of fly over the the rest of us, uh, thinking that they alone are the elites because they're coastal. So that, that's part of the conflict. Yes, we we shall see who survives and who doesn't. <laughs> Now, a, the the interesting thing always for me with America is this kind of dialogue between this, this two forces and this two worldviews with all what, what has happened at least in the last hundred, hundred years, what, what has came out of this dialogue is quite interesting in my, 
in my outside view of, of in my, my limited understanding of, of American history. Have you been here before? Have you no, been I, I never, I never wow, wasn't. Wow. My goodness. You, you need I, to come especially to, to Dallas and see that, you know, what big D is like. Yes. Yes, I'm. Yes, I'm. I'm a little bit a history nerd, and I, I know, of course, what happened in Dallas and with with Kennedy and and stuff like that. And it's all very mm -hmm. interesting to me. But I, I never was there. Well, I, I wrote my PhD study at the University of Oklahoma on the 1860 election of Abraham Lincoln because I, I wanted insight into how we polarize over slavery and unionism, but we killed each other. I mean, how do we get on that slippery slope, you know, that resulted in a ghastly civil war? Mm. So I, I, hopefully that kind of knowledge can keep us from repeating it. But a lot of people today are beginning to say, well, Dr. Beck, this sounds like 1860 again. So, yeah, it really does. I mean, some of the same dynamics are working, so we better, we better be careful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, accidentally, I've 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 translated a work of um, Thoreau where he was talking about John Brown and mm -hmm. the guy yeah. who who um, never never got his uh, proper Hollywood picture, but who led the revolt um, against the Southerners and the ruffians and to yeah. ignite yeah. the fire of the of the war in in, in some sorts. Well, there's there's a special. Uh, I don't know if you pick up. U.S. television on Sunday on, on, on John Brown. You know, I guess it's, it's kind of a movie version of you know, who he was and, All right. and what he caused, so I'm looking forward to watching it. All right, interesting. So how, what, when, when, when we're talking about America, what, how, how would you figure Trump in, 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 in that regard? How do you, would you... Um, put him on, the, on, on that color landscape to, to oh, say. Oh, yeah, he, he's, easy. <laughs> he's easy. Yeah, I've, I've never met the man, and even though I tried when he first appeared. I, I'd never heard of Donald Trump. I hadn't been to the Trump Tower or anything. And I, I wrote a letter to my listserv, to kind of my gang, said, I, I think I just saw a development that's going to shock us. So I was one of the first to to identify why our two-party system failed because it ran out of gas and, and was not dealing well with our life conditions. And so it we got what we deserved. We, we got a wild card in terms of Trump. And whether in the long haul that's positive or negative, uh, we don't know that yet. But... I, I've not been particularly anti. I hadn't. I hadn't been pro either. Um, I kept saying, "What happens to parties that win? They they celebrate. They go on a victory lap. You know, they're proud of themselves. What happens to those that lose? They pout. They whine. They find scapegoats, kind of like Hillary. They, they blame everybody but themselves." therefore unable to realize that all that happened because of the failure of our two-party system. Right. I mean, we can no longer sustain analysis from the left, from the right. There's got to be a whole different way. So, so, so the new book of Spiral Dynamics and Action, and particularly the, 
the expression humanity's master code that is a subtitle of the book it's where i really begin to identify what i think nature does and so we can act natural design more following the contours of nature as opposed to art artificially jam in alien systems even though they might be popular for some people problem is that that uh, if allowed to fester and, and enlarge and polarize, then we go through a very difficult period, like like the Nazi period was in in uh, in Germany. Right, right. right. We, um, we get what we deserve. <laughs> so, so you 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 think it's it's a two part question. You think that that Trump was a reaction because. The, the 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 Democrats and the progressive has lo have lost their touch with the real problems and to to address um, the other half of the population and do you share that sentiment of of Ken Wilber when he wrote that this is a self-correcting course of evolution that that Trump was elected? Yes, that's true, and I've done a lot of research. I'm a When I taught at the University of North Texas, I, I studied presidential campaigns. I, I profiled the the, uh, the parties and in order to forecast what they're going to say and do when they take power. So I'm, I'm very sensitive to how that occurs. And, and what happens in our case happens in all cases that, that you have a more traditional back to basics Uh, worldview that's represented theoretically by our Republicans. And in this case, you have a more progressive, is a term that you used, uh, evolutionary system represented by the uh, Democrats. What they don't understand, they're part of the same system. Because if your conservative system folds, falls apart, then the other system is going to fall apart too. That's why integral means that, that we manage in between the two, going back and forth, back and forth. Right. And, and we haven't learned. So, so we, we get in one extreme and say, we are it, the, the others are crazy, but those that we think are crazy are as necessary as our new thinking. So, so the integral has got to recognize that there are steps and stages of human emergence, often split in two parties. Therefore, the task is integral to manage the energy in the two, uh, two, two parties. Yes. And from killing each other because they'll end up producing what we've seen recently here. But it's, it's hard to, to get that across, particularly in our orange fifth level materialistic everyone yes. wants to win yes. so how can one side be right but without the other being wrong see that's the uh, dilemma until we, we find the method of government and so forth that blends the two and knows what, what priorities to use when to manage not in the, what's called the mushy middle I don't, I don't mean that but But to pick from liberal, conservative, left, right, what's necessary, what needs to be done, should be the criteria for judgment. Meeting the needs of people, 
not particularly espousing one ideology, right? But dealing with with people where they are, who they are, what their life conditions are, and if we can focus on that, I don't know if you know what what a plumb bob is. If you you build a wall, you you hang this little thing so align the wall. So, so, so you build the bricks so they're straight. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it, it's a plumb line, is what we call it. And so, so you you hang a, a plumb line and work points. Right. That, that's your leadership system. Right. Do Do you think that that the the the, the conservative, the American conservative, have, have somehow lost their way because? Naturally or traditionally, they're they're all about core values in a way, like conscientiousness and honor and 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 tradition and and borders in a way and and but 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 reasonable values and and do you think the 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 right and the conservative have somehow lost their way? So there's not real discussion about these kind of values anymore, and everything gets more extreme and and and. Do you know what I mean? It's like, do do you think oh, yeah, over the well, over the course of I don't know fifty years that the that the whole political spectrum has shifted, and 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 that that the core values of the conservatives are not represented anymore. That's exactly it. The, the heavy green, permissive, egalitarian worldview that has descended on. Our, our country, heavy duty, has advantages, but if it wipes out the traditional systems, it won't last long because it won't build the essential characteristics for people to drive on the right side of the road and, and to follow certain basic traditions which are essential. And so that's why we, we, we have to be stereophonic. We have to be able to manage both systems and their blend. We call it a mesh work. Right. We're meshing what appear to be contradictory systems, but they're collaborative systems when we understand them. Other than that, we, we tend to fall off and move into one area. I mean, I, I look back at, at Germany, what a What if Hitler had stopped after he really began to rebuild Germany after the Versailles Treaty and the, the depression that all that caused? If, if he could have slowed down and stopped at that point and not become adventuresome with the Third Reich, what good he could have been done? He could have done, really. But it's with a characteristic of radicalization that it moved too far right and of course we know what happened then sure so so the 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 these authoritarian leftist ideologies are in part responsible for for the radicalization of the right could you say that is that is that something because it's our culture is so permeated and and so yeah, permeated by by leftist and 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 progressive values that it seems right. that seems so that that there's no there's no place anymore for these traditional things and the, the only right. only place uh, the only thing for the right to do is is to 
scream very weird things. So, yes. and in Germany that's, as well. So, you're 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 very astute, Tom. That's that's the danger. That again, as as I said, how can a group be right without the other being wrong? So we we have two poles of interest. One is the traditional kinds of things that run the trains on time and maintain preservation of the critical aspects of a culture that, that, that honor the past and all those things. And at the same time, the cutting edge of the more progressive system as it begins to inch forward. But if it attacks the past, the political correct issues, then that's when we get into holy wars. Now, in case of our, our civil war, it was a different component because of the, of the African phenomena. So that's why I, you know, I spent so much time working with, with uh, African-Americans uh, because I know, you know what slavery was like. And, and today we're beginning to see the, the rebirth of a lot of people who heretofore have been uh, captured of, of racism and segregation and so forth. But, you know, as I say, what, what impacted slavery, racism, what we call Jim Crow laws, What damage did they do? Well, they artificially blocked the emergence of people because of one drop of blood. Now tell me why a skin pigmentation ought to say anything about anybody. So we, we have a lot to deal with in our country, but I'm very encouraged at what I see happening uh, today. So... Cultures do change. <laughs> They change in response to life conditions. And new generations appear. They won't put up with what happened in the past. Enough is enough is what they often say. But we can guide that process in such a way not to be destructive for the whole society. And that's the kind of thinking that I'm seeing some evidence of it in Germany. Uh, I don't know if, if Merkel is responsible for all that. But I, I, I do know that if you crash over these boundaries and feed in alien systems, it's going to contaminate the whole, the whole culture. Mm. That, that's, that's a danger with uh, migration today. And if, if we had a major c catastrophe, everyone would want to go to the, the bright lights and where there's food and other things. So the, so it, it could be that's what's happening today. There's fear of a catastrophe. So many in so-called third world, uh, pre-modern we call them, are now searching for a modern entity, while many in the modern entity are escaping into post-modern. In yes. post-modern, probably like you, are moving to that next phase that we call intricate complexity, functionalism, and flow. And that's, so, that's, what, that's what's happening, and in, in Germany especially. In Germany, we, we have now, for example, the discussion of, um, about Islam and if Islam is part of Germany. So and attached to that is the whole question, should the borders be open, should the borders be closed? And, and there's a whole dialogue, and there's, in a, in a way, the, the, this dialogue is healthy, But it's it's at the same time it's it's very weird because it's um, 
because it's not proper health from my point of view. Yeah, this is it's, so it's scary. It's scary because of the extremism within the the Quran. It's it's an alien system to the Judeo Christian. Exactly, and, that would be the argument. Yes, that political yeah. wise, that that the political Islam would not fit to the the Western Christian value system we have there. Um, Which does, which does not mean that Muslims can't live in Germany. That's a whole different question, yeah. but politically-wise. Yeah. So, That's right. That's right. So, so when, when if, if, if we stay at that point and ask, oh, what, what could Spirodynamics offer to that particular question? Well, I've, I've thought about that a lot. You know, I've been working in, in the West Bank on the Israel-Palestine issue. So, you know, I've had to deal with that uh, in terms of what dangers does it produce? Because clearly, if we look at, if we measure where culture has emerged uh, at the levels where we have actually gone to the moon, I mean, where, where did all that come from? It came out of the Judeo-Christian systems. Now, that, for some, that sounds a bit racist, but that, that's true. That's that's how it happened. So if If we want some other system, then we look at the Arab countries. In spite of their oil, what have they done? Because I, you know, I used to criticize uh, the Arab countries who have not taken care of the Palestinians. I mean, they kicked them out. And so wh why do you whine? Because he, you really didn't uh, pay attention to what needed to be done. And it would, would have been fairly easy to do that. But even though I'm, I'm not particularly pro-Israel, I am pro-value system in Israel. I mean, look look at what the Israelis have done. They've created a way to take salt out of water. The technology that's coming out of that area is extraordinary. There are so many aspects of, of the Israel-Jewish culture that contribute to the whole of Society with more Nobel Prize winners coming out of a very small piece of land. Now, why is that? And if we're honest, we will construct societies not around ethnicity, not around who was there first, but where are the thinking patterns that are healthy for the whole? And once we do that, then I think we're going to be, begin to redraw some of the maps and create open systems, but opportunities for others to move into more complex thinking, if we want to survive as a, as a human species. And that really is the question, uh, from, from my side at least. So I, I try not to get on the soapbox and <laughs> who wants to believe that kind of stuff from Texas, for God's sake, <laughs> from the land of J.R. Ewing and all that. That's true, J.R. Ewing, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Larry Heckman. Yeah. Hmm? No, I, I found in, when I was working in Soweto in, in South Africa that J.R. Ewing w was the hero. Oh, Nick, right. Nick, yeah, yeah. But when I went to what's called the Orange Free State, the very conservative part of South Africa where all the Dutch farmers are, their hero was Bill Cosby. Right because of his family. So here are whites 
locking a black family, blacks locking a white leaders. It's crazy. But when you analyze the value system, it makes perfect sense. So all we are doing in, in the work that spiral dynamics represents is reframe everything. Now, we use colors, but I could use letter pairs. Claire Graves did A, N, B, O, C, P. That doesn't help much. But when we look through the prism of value systems and not ethnicity and not territory, then we see the real dynamics. So we begin to organize. And I, I hope Germany will begin to do more of this. Mm. And that's why I'm glad to see these books books coming out of, out of Germany that, that that Germany, once again, can play a major role this time around because of the uniqueness of the personality and, and maybe the genetics. I don't know that for sure. But, uh, you know, if, if we could help Germany on a positive thing, that would really help the, the, whole, the whole humanity because you, you guys stand on the shoulders of giants particularly in science and the arts and music and everything. And my goodness, what, what a privileged background. Why is that? Do you have an idea why that is? Well, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure that, that with all the DNA studies that, that are going on, we'll, we'll begin to look at origins uh, and the accident of who appeared where. But I, I, I just know that, that, that the German imprint on humanity, uh, along with the English, I mean, is is magnificent. I mean, who who hears much from from the Portuguese? Uh, and what is that blend of value systems in religion and elsewhere that have helped contribute to that? If mm. we're honest, you know, we'll we began to reconfigure human populations around spaces. Now, for many, that's too radical, but for me, it's it's functional and it's essential in behalf of the future of humankind. You know, which is my bottom line. Does um, I, I I have a question? I tried to formulate that because I've I've read a paper that our political ideologies, maybe left or right, doesn't matter, is imprinted in our biology in a way and you could measure uh, in a, within a two-year-old or three-year-old um, what kind of political affiliation that child will have 30 years, 40 years in the future. And then those biological systems have a specific evolutionary purpose. So, for example, that conservatism protects us for Uh, foreign influences in a way because we set boundaries and said no we, we're closing the boundaries for example when the when the Europeans came to America and a, a, a whole chunk of the Indian population died because they were not equipped to deal with the bacteria and the viruses which came from Europe and so whole places were wiped out millions of, of, of people and so because there were boundaries lacking in a way. So there's, a, there's an ev evolutionary purpose for being conservative, equally as there's an evolutionary purpose of, of being 
progressive who, who people who like open borders and to do things and and uh, marriage is for everyone and stuff like that so and isn't isn't that important Tom, if yes i must warn you Tom. you're too bright for your own good <laughs> <laughs> congratulations or condolences it's a, it's both a blessing and, and a curse as, as you very well know um, uh, yeah, there could be something hidden in the mystery of the genetics. And that gets to the question, how, how do humans arrive off a flying saucer? Or we crawled out of the ooze? <laughs> you know, I, I don't have the answer to, to the first cause. I just know that there are major differences. And once again, but when exposed to life conditions. And so that's why the life conditions are often the equalizers. Um, maybe weather, uh, maybe luck of the draw, maybe how and why people marry and blend their DNAs. I mean, it's, it's a rich field of study today that we're just not getting into. But not, not, nonetheless, there are differences, and all humans are not the same. I mean, well, it's like male and female are not the same. They're there. And to what extent the, the gene pr programs that's why we often talk about mimetics as a way to parallel genetics. So the mimetics is, studies the non-gene developmental influences, weather, culture, geography, accident, all those things that, that have impacted our trajectories, our evolutionary systems. You realize I'm getting in trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, who cares? I have to. I have to say what what I see. Now that's a core value of our society: to free speech and to say whatever you want. It's it's, it's okay. Yeah, but if you're willing to live with the consequences, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Which I am at my age today. Who cares? I mean, uh, so I'm so, so, sort of a caviar attitude toward things now but i do see pretty clearly i, I think uncontaminated but for, uh, like everybody else i got biases and i come from oklahoma actually land of the red men red here indian uh, and some say there's a there's a choctaw background i mean i have no evidence or i'd, I'd be wealthy having earned uh, owned an oil well so <laughs> so I, I don't take myself that seriously is what I'm trying to say about it right. I'm, I'm in awe of nature and, and what nature has produced and I don't, I don't know how or why it happened and I, and I don't uh, spend much time talking about it because I, I have enough to, to worry about but I, I, I'm very pro-German in some, like I'm pro-English, and I, I marvel at what societies can create. Right. Like I say, we stand on the shoulder of giants. So, so let 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 me let me ask how, if if we have such a such a question like opening borders or closing borders like with islam and germany what how how could we facilitate uh, a, an adult conversation about 
about a topic like this. I mean, it's, it's an important topic and we, in my, in my feeling, we have to have an adult and a smart and a calm conversation about all things, about biology, about sociology. Um, and, and, you know, how, how could we facilitate that um, from, from your viewpoint? What can, what can we do? basically to find the right solution and to mediate between those parties in a proper way? Well, if, if we compare uh, where we are today versus what we, where we are 100 years ago, you know, when uh, we had major migration and, and so forth and spread of people here and there, I think today, just like we don't want people with the plague coming in. We realize that, that even though they're humans and they are they are valued as humans, that we have to screen in terms of biology. And, and back in those days, you know, I hear stories about why they wouldn't let certain people in or, or put them in a in a hospital or, or place until they until they heal before we open the door. So there are many immigration constraints that have been used in the past, but it was more uh, who has what disease than who came from what neighborhoods. We, we may become more sophisticated in, in predicting, yet if we tighten up, we, we lose the creativity of the mixtures of differences so it's a it's it's a judgment call. Uh, yet at 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 the same time, if we flood in what's going to be a militant Islamic system, then they will ultimately discredit Christian churches as they are in many areas, and schools will reinforce those, and we won't have our ritual holidays around. Like Christmas and Easter, which play a major role in shaping our values. That's why we have these rituals. They aren't innocent. I mean, they're, they're critical as decision systems. That's why I celebrate all the holidays because there are reasons for them. But if we have a whole different set that wipes out what produced the high quality of our societies, then that's regression. Let's, let's face it. Um, you know, whether at the end of that would be better than what we've got today, I, I can't say. And I'm glad I don't have to make that uh, decision, but I, I won't back away from it. Because I, I think we have to have a conversation about it. And that's, that's what we're having here. And, and probably very few times this kind of conversation has, has appeared, what you and I are talking about right now. Like, like you infer, it's a hot topic. It's... And it's, it's taboo for a lot of people. So it, it's going to require maybe a new generation that's able to talk about it openly. Right. That, that we will lose the fear that keeps us from being able to do that when we've had enough or whatever it is. So that, that's my hope. So I have a beautiful granddaughter who's now 15, Jillian, and she's very astute. I mean, she's, she's something else, so I spend a lot of time with her trying to figure out what she's encountering and how she's making choices and what those might be. 
at least to my contribution to humanity. <laughs> nice. My last, last, last question. When you, you had, um, in, in, in a way, a holy alliance with, with Ken Wilber, who profited a lot of your work and, and you got ex exposed to him. Are, are you still in contact with, with Ken Wilber and, and do you still work with him? Or? Well, well, barely, because, you know, he, he, and I, I still don't know why. He, he started changing the system that I was using when he tried to change the colors. And, and, and his staff told me why he did it. He said, Don, you, you're getting too popular. So he's got to impose his color system on top of yours. So they'll talk about him. Well, that really disappointed me because I, I thought Ken was beyond that. But so I, I felt betrayed, to be honest with you, in spite of all I gave to him and work that I did with him. When push came to shove, he allowed his own e ego. And I, I wish he hadn't done that because together we could have done something remarkable and I that was my hope and dream so I'm a bit miffed at him I'll, I'll forgive him at some stage but because you know I I am was an academic and as you know we are paid very well and so I this is my only source of income so whenever he took it and began to market it for his own good depriving me and this This happens to intellectual property. That's why we need to support those who come up with ideas and so, right. so they can continue to develop them. But if we jam in high, high popular marketing system and steal them away, we've disrupted the, the flow of wisdom, in my view. So I, I'm, right now I'm going to have to find some way to forgive. I like, I like him a lot, but I didn't deserve that kind of treatment. So I, so I just have to bypass him. Right. So, so he, he changed the color system so for so, so that he can um, be the be recognized as the creator of that, that system. Yes. Or that was that was the idea. His chief of staff told me that's that's why he did it. I mean, I, I had he, he had no reason to question my. And give him an immense amount of credit for everything which which he had done. So at, at that moment, as he's done this to other people too, you know, so uh, I, that just disappointed me greatly. Right. <laughs> Because you had contributed so much to the guy. And, and Pat and I figured we'd probably spend a hundred thousand dollars helping the integral movement. Right. So there's no bigger rationale be behind changing from yellow to teal, for example. This is just a naming thing for. So That's all it is. Yeah, it's it's a it's a commercial type thing in order to capture how the conversation mm. and it and and I I know a lot more about that, how that happened, but you know it's I. I I'm not particularly I, the kind of person who wants to protect intellectual property for, for the sake of, but for, for the sake of its development, I do I do think that that we, we make mistakes when we try to overpopularize with competing ideologies and market kind of stuff. 
that, that wipes out the trajectory that was developed by early pioneers. That's why I support so much of the work of Claire W. Graves. I mean, when I first met Graves, he, he had five heart attacks, and he had open heart surgery. Uh, he, he was not doing well at explaining his point of view. But when I saw Tom, I said, I was studying 42 different models, ethical models, and I found nothing, nothing like his research. It was elegant. It had explanations that I found nowhere else. So that's why I, I went to see him. And Claire, I'm, I want, I want to help because I, I think that you, you, you happen on to, and it's like the guy came up with the the uh, this whole vaccine about polio. There's there are geniuses afoot. And Graves was one of those. And so I, I, even though I've done a lot of research myself, I saw the clarity of his, the precision of his, the sequence of his, the honesty in, in the research of his, the scientific basis for it. And that's why I, I made that choice. But I supported him fully, even to his death, because he, he deserved that honor. So I, I, I sort of put my own career to side and say, I, I'm, I'm going to work with this man because he's done something remarkable and we need to respect it and not plagiarize it. So that's, that, that comes out of my traditional value system. Yes. yes. <laughs> but Maybe it's just about, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it's just that, that, yeah, that, that, that you tend to be more, I don't know, like, conservative and and can tends to be more progressive and that that the whole problem stems from 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 that i don't know yeah yeah so so uh, history will have to be the judge of that and gen generations yet unborn uh but i, I left enough markings here there and everywhere to continue to point at him you know as the source of it so i, I always give him credit Yes, he's, it, it wasn't my idea, but I developed it further at his encouragement and direction. But that's so. That's been my stake of life. So. No, it's 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 what I what I, I mean. That it's like I I view it as a holy alliance because um, he um, his work got a lot of credibility by using your your model and and in a way. By accessing his fan base, you got more exposure for your model. So it was was beneficial for both si sides in, in, in a way. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yet, yet when it comes time for the need for revenue, I get shortchanged in it because I I didn't say institutional. I, I went in harm's way, I guess, is the way to say it but I, but I made that choice and so I, I'm not complaining about it I'm just disappointed in him right I, I still like him a lot but, but he made it difficult for me and 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 I, I don't feel good about that well I, I hope your new book sells well and and well thank you that Mr. Beck, I thank you very much that you took the time. 
uh, and and talk to me a little bit about all these things. That was a real pleasure to to get to know you a little bit. Well, thank you. I, I had no idea what to expect, Tom. As you know, sure. I I, I just spent the morning working with uh, Itchakadis's uh, corporate life cycles model. Yeah, that we incorporated his his wonderful work in our in our patterns because what Spog and I'm just become is a comprehensive system, and and we're in the matter of field testing it once again. So, so th thank you again and. Do I have your land mail address? Because I, I want to continue to pipeline ideas and documents to you. Oh, that that would be great. Yes. Well, that's my job. I'm I'm, I'm a rainmaker. My term. I, I, I share I share ideas with people who are interested in them. And sure. So, so that's, that, that's my role. Yes, yeah, so that's that's the whole idea of this podcast show to talk to people like you with revolutionary ideas and to like look a little bit beyond what 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 are the narratives and 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 the perspectives and and create a, a new world view and and a new world and so very much well, i would very much appreciate it if we, if we could stay in contact and do something uh, let's, let's do it i mean you were you were in, insisting that that we visit now i say why i had i had no idea the the what You were insistent that we arrange something, so thank you for doing that. Yes. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, I have family illness issues to deal with and everything, but it's it's been a real joy spending time talking with you because I thank see you. clearly, I, I see clearly your intelligence and your capacities in the future, and you're going to have a great future for yourself. So, congratulations, Tom. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Beck. Thank you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so. Good. I, I wish you all the best to Denton, Texas. It's oh, it's yeah. it's yeah. one. It's two p.m. now at your side yeah. and right. Okay. Good day to you. Good day, Mr. Beck. Thank you again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Ciao.